you need trusting partners your first few deals especially do not worry as much about the returns like find good long-term partners welcome to the real estate investing podcast where we help you unlock your potential freedom through land investing real estate investing and entrepreneurship Hey everyone, this is episode 152 of the Real Estate Investing Podcast discussing how to get funding or fund your land deals. I'm your host, Andrew Apke, joined again by my brother and business partner, Ron Apke. Before we get into the show, let's go over a question from one of our featured Discord members. Today's question is from Jake. Jake asked, I have my first few deals under contract that I'm going to need funding for. What are your suggestions when looking for a funding partner? Yeah, so this goes hand in hand with uh, our topic for the day. So that's good. Um, finding someone, I'm kind of biased and towards someone in the community who's a member in our community, just because from a trust aspect, I understand the education they've gotten. I understand that they're going to help you underwrite the deal. So that's what I'm kind of biased towards. What I don't want you to do, and we're going to get into the episode uh, with a lot of details on this, do not just worry about getting the cheapest money on your first couple of deals. It is not the most important thing. If you provide good service and provide good returns for funders, anyone, if they if they're a better funder for you, partner wise, they're gonna get you're gonna get cheaper money over time with them. So do not worry necessarily about the price tag on what that funding cost uh, your first couple of deals. We're gonna talk about time and money related to that because those contracts with deal funders have time as well. So we'll get into that. But yeah, good answer, good topic, and that's what we're diving into today's show. Let's get into it how to fund your land deals. And let's talk about, Ron, there's a lot of new listeners here. Let's just talk about in general what we're talking about, funding deals, deal funding, land financing, lots of different terms for it, but we're just talking about finding a way, finding money to buy a property when you don't have that money. Property is $50,000. You don't have $50,000 or you don't want to use your $50,000. So you go and get what we call traditional deal funding or deal financing or land funding. There's a lot of different terms you'll hear. Deal funding is the one we're going to be using the most, Ron. Yeah. So just explaining what that is, Dan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you have a $50,000 property. Let's stick with that. That's what Daniel said. And let's say it's worth $110,000. So you look for a deal funder for your property, a land fund, whatever it is. And you're looking for someone who is going to put up 100% of the money. So they're going to put up that $50,000. Maybe you guys both think it's worth 110 and then you're going to have a profit split on the back end. You are the manager. They're the investor. You are responsible with traditional deal funding for selling the property still. So they put in $50,000. Typically, the deed is going to go in their name as the investor. Make sure you trust them. Make sure there's a some kind of contract in there with them. And then you're going to have a profit split on the back end. Any, it's typically to start, it's based on time a lot of times. But let's just say it's a 50-50 profit split. Uh, you buy for $50,000. You sell for $110,000. The deal funder, the investor gets $80,000 back. They get the 50 plus the 30 profit. And you make $30,000 without putting up zero any money. Yeah. And that's the beauty of it. You make 30,000 without putting any money into it and they make 30,000 with putting in their capital. So they get $50,000, which is their principal. And then right after that, they get another $30,000 of profit. Well, that's a great explanation, but let's get back into the show, how to fund your land deals. And I want to start Ron by talking about just a topic overview of deal funding. What is the deal funding we're talking about? You'll also hear terms around like deal financing, deal funding, land financing, land funding, 
whatever it is for this show and for our community, we primarily use the term deal funding. So you'll hear us say that over and over again. But Ron, let's start by just talking about what deal funding is. Yeah. So let's uh let's stick with 50, let's say you get a deal, your first deal, it's fifty thousand dollars the purchase price. You think it's worth one ten or something like that. Um, you don't have fifty thousand dollars in your bank account. Uh, so you are looking for someone to finance that deal essentially. How we do deal funding typically, at least when you're first starting, I, I'm pretty, like I said before, I'm pretty biased towards like getting someone who knows land. Don't just get someone completely out of land who doesn't really understand how to help underwrite the deal. But what deal funding actually is, you're getting a partner who is going to be the investor in this relationship. They're going to put up 100% of the $50,000. Typically, they are the ones on the deeds to protect them. Make sure you have a contract in place that makes you feel comfortable with the situation. Uh, so they put up the $50,000. You're the manager in the relationship. You're still responsible for selling the property. So you're trying to sell the property. Let's say you sell it for $110,000. Let's say your funding contract was a 50-50 profit split. He would get the investor would get $80,000, 50 plus the 30 profit because 60 total profit and you would make $30,000 um, with putting zero into it, Dan. I think that's the beautiful thing about this is you can make so much money. There's no limit to the size deal you can do with deal funding. Exactly. And that's what we preach is like, okay, maybe you have $50,000, but you don't want to use it, or you want to use that for mail, or you want to use that for your next deals coming up, or you just want to mitigate risk by not using your own money. All of those reasons are really, really good reasons to look for deal funding and to look for long-term partnerships. You're always going to run out of money at some point with the way we teach things, because as I always say, Ron, as your acquisitions grow, your sales and disposition, your for sales side does not grow with it because you're growing as a company. The first stage is always what grows first. You're growing your acquisition department. You have five that you're acquiring. Now, maybe you only have two that you're selling and you in there, you got to balance that out. But as you're growing, you're going to run out of money no matter what. So that's why that's the purpose of this topic. Even if you're coming in with $500,000, like you're eventually still will need to probably utilize deal funding. And that's just the reality of it, especially if you're trying to scale your business to you know, millions and millions of dollars a year, money goes quick. And I'll tell you that right now, money goes really quick. Yep. So let's talk about, you You mentioned a little bit 50-50 profits, but Ron, so there's there's time and there's money. Money's the 50-50, 50% the manager, the person who found the deal, 50% the investor. That's, an, that's a fairly expensive rate. That's for newer investors typically, Ron. Um, and it's a time frame. Like if it takes you seven months to sell it versus one month, you're probably going to get a better rate in the one month because obviously an investor wants their money quicker. So maybe you'll get a 25% month one and two. And then from there, it trickles up to like a 50, 50 and then, and then keeps going from there real quick guys. You know that I don't run any ads on this. So the only ask I can ever have with you guys is to help me spread the word so that we can help more real estate entrepreneurs make more money, help feed their families and help achieve more freedom in their life. The only way we can do this is if you can rate, review, and share this podcast. So the single thing that I ask you to do is if you could just leave a review, it would take only 10 seconds. It would mean the world to Ron and I, but more importantly, it may change the world of someone else. But let's talk about what to expect, Ron, in terms of profit splits, deals, how it works. Let's talk about the deed a little bit and what yep. the title does, all of that information. A lot. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, with the profit split, it's going to be a time and profit split thing. Like as a, if I'm investing in your deal, I'm going to want more money as the time goes, or I want more of the piece of the pie, piece of pizza, uh, as the, uh, as the time goes on. So like Daniel said, maybe the first couple of months, it's a little cheaper. Like you sell that property and you get me 
25% return on profit, whatever it is in two months, like I'm pretty happy with that. Where if it takes six months and I have to keep my money out for longer, like I'm going to naturally, our contract is going to have something where I'm getting a bigger piece of the pie. Uh, so that's how that kind of looks, Dan. Um, we do, you, you got to look at it a value thing too, because a lot of times when it's your first deal, you're looking for someone to also not necessarily mentor you, but maybe help you along the way without even really knowing it. If so, if you're getting funding from someone who's done a hundred deals or 500 deals, and this is your first deal, naturally you're going to have some questions for them. So that investing relationship might be a little more expensive. And that's why we're so big on like having a real partner in those first few deals, especially. And it might be more than just a money partner, Dan. Yeah, exactly. And and next round, I really wanted to get into the finding of fu- finding funding, like how to find funding. You, mm-hmm. you have a deal, you sent out mail, let's get ahead of it a little bit. How can we find these partnerships, Ron? I, I think in the community is the best place um, like I've said multiple times, like I, I'm a, we do have a lot of members who are just looking to fund deals who aren't sending mail. And those people have gone through our education typically, and they still know how to underwrite deals really, really well. So I like reaching out to the community. You can see who's talking about deal funding. Once you get outside of the members area, if you're a member, um, then just make sure you're covering your back a little bit more. Um, I always preach for covering your back and making sure you're protected, but I, I think the members, is the best place. I, I think you're going to find the best long-term relationships there. You have people who are doing this, um, people who have invested in their education to become better at this. So I, maybe I'm biased towards it. I'm sure I am, Dan, but I do think that is the best place. Well, yeah, when you think about it, like we, they're a certified member, right? You know, they've gone through the education, you know, they've, they've gone through everything that we believe in. They're not just coming in saying, oh, I fund 50 deals a month. There's actually like, we know them because they've been in the community. They're involved. They're at the, they're at the meetings and networking and all of the calls we do, things like that. They're looking at it. It's just, it's a good community for safety. I'm not saying something can't happen inside there, but it really, really mitigates that because I have, I have so many people messaging me every week, Ron, asking me, Hey, does X and X do deal funding? Are they legit? I I've never heard of them, but they they messaged me and said they want to fund this deal. You just you guys just have to be careful because especially like when we talk about the time and money, money might be cheaper, but also look at the time frame. And just because they say something doesn't mean they actually sell buy and sell fifty deals a month. They might have done none and just talking. You're like there's no proof inside the member community. We actually know what's going on. The community knows what's going on, and it's definitely a I want to protect everyone, and that's why we really push the funding to the community because members are protected in there and we really vet our the funders in there we know we know what's going on yeah for the most part like it, it is just a more protect like it is there's a barrier to entry to becoming a member um yeah it's just financial but they also like we we know who they are when they're a member um and the worst case scenario for you if you find that fifty thousand dollar deal that we've been fi- talking about and you find a random investor that maybe they give you a really cheap rate and they give you a 10% profit split the first two months and then 50%, 30% pro- whatever it is. And then they're, but they're like, but I need to be on the deed. They run away with that deed, that property. It is going to cost you a lot of money if you ever even get that property back or anything like that or have any say in it. So that is like the worst case scenario. And that's why I say like, trust your, you need trusting partners, your first few deals, especially do not worry as much about the returns, like find good long-term partners. 
yeah, sustainable partnership. I, I don't want to hear any stories about that happening, Dan. That's like that's one of the things. And get a, whatever if you get a lawyer to protect you, whatever it is, making sure you're protected. Like I don't. I'm sure it will eventually happen because someone gets not necessarily greedy, but someone likes a cheaper rate. And then like it, it could definitely happen. Yeah. And it does go both ways. Like an investor, a manager can also scam an investor. Exactly. And I've heard stories of that happening where they make fake deeds, fake properties, all this stuff. Trying and to cross money. Yep. Very, very legitimately. And then they even made a fake LOC with a bank, with a bank account number attached to it. And they had the investor wire money into a literally a setup account it was a scam and luckily this person was caught before because the person tried to call the title company the fake title company and it was like an invalid number or they wouldn't answer the phone and they were just texting them or something and they ended up getting a little suspicious and then they they did catch them but yeah both sides need to be protected that's why we always push the community lio community for that let's talk to so so we talked about what to expect a little bit ron we talked about how to find funding i want to get into the keys to continue to find funding and the keys to growing your funding relationships. It might not be getting 20 different individuals who can fund deals, Ron. You might just need a few or one or two or three different funders for it. Let's talk about long-term relationships and, and getting to that point where, where you can grow and, and sustain a really big and growing business, Ron. Yeah. I mean, if you get your funding investor partners, solid returns, they're going to grow the trust with them to you is going to grow and they're going to be more willing to give you money. Maybe they have more money that they didn't really tell you about initially. Um, and they're just obviously, and then they're willing to put a larger percent of their liquid capital into you, into your deals. So I, I just think Dan, the number one thing is like taking care of your investors. You got to treat them almost like a customer. Like you need to take care of the deals. You need to do everything in your power to sell the properties quickly making sure they're marketed upfront fast sending them the listings keeping them updated as the property is going on and that's what we do for our funding partners like when you get one of those shark funders that can fund two three million dollars of deals um like those are very very scalable relationships but at the same time like you got to treat it as that um because that's a ton of money obviously so treating them like a customer taking care of them is so so important yeah i i completely agree and like Ron said over and over again, don't think about one deal. Like think about what your potential is in 10 deals because all of a sudden you get a $200,000 deal and you can't really get funding for that $200,000 deal. You're going to need someone. That's a lot of trust. Like that's a big, that's a bigger land deal if you're in the business. I know it's not, if you're coming from houses and stuff, it's not, but for a land investor to put up $200,000, you usually need a little bit of trust, Ron, in general, Absolutely. unless it's a really, really good deal. And it gets easier and easier to do over time because- um, over time you build, you build that trust. You've done deals with them. Maybe you've done five, 10 different deals with them, Ron, and then it gets easier and easier over time. Yeah. I, I really don't have too much to add to this, Ron. What, what do you got? Yeah. I think, um, there's one more thing. And oh, the one thing, Dan, that we've heard from every quote unquote shark investor is that they want to be hands off. Like I don't want to, and getting them to be like, once you find, like you will, if you're making money in this business and like, you're not going to get a $3 million investor right off the bat, but if you're growing your business, like it's realistic to need a shark investor like that after 24 months or something like that, you need to make them those first few deals, making them as hands off as possible, where it is a money transaction and they are getting a return far above what any other, uh, investment can, whether it's, uh, 
stock market, wherever they can put their money, like you are giving them the best return. If this can be just a money relationship, they're going to stick with you. They're going to keep on giving you money. And that's the one thing we hear over and over with big investors is they don't want to do too much work. Like they want to sign some things, get their money out, get their money in. Exactly. And and one thing we do to protect the community too, Ron, we, we also offer deal funding. It was a part of our our long-term plan for when deal when we have a community that's getting so many deals run over and over again we need to provide funding so whether it's us or referring you to someone else reach out even if you're a little skeptical reach out to yeah. someone in the community if you're skeptical about it um just just my advice is to get involved and ask around and make sure you're protected because that's the number one thing here you want to the few things i want is be careful with who you're funding with and then also look for long-term relationships, Ron, and don't just think about one cheaper deal. Maybe you get a 25-75 split on one, but it's yep. a six-month contract rather than a nine-month. So you got to look in both ways, Ron, time and uh, profit splits, time and money. Exactly. Yeah, I don't have anything else to add, Dan. I think that was good. Thank you for joining. If you guys have not, please leave us a review on Apple Podcast. It really helps our business grow, and we really, really appreciate it. But other than that, guys, thank you for joining, and we'll see you next episode. Thanks, guys.